dogs are man's best friend, then what's a zombie's best friend? You're listening to Podcast Detective. Now, run. Hello, Runner Fives! We have a very shocking surprise for everyone today. (gasps) And it's that someone else is recording other than Lindley and Liz! Well, other than Liz. Other than Liz, yeah, it's not I. <laughs> oh, Lindley is still here. Yes, so hello. Yay! I'm back from the grave. Woo! For those who forget, I am Devin, also called Dev B. Neo on Tumblr, and I've been pretty dead, but here I am. Dead B. Neo. I mean, Boom. undead? Un- no. Oh, ah. 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 We need to get our banter back, man. I'm like so rusty. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll, we'll get into it. By the end of this episode, it'll be funny again, I promise you guys. we're working real hard okay so today's topic is animals yay runner's best friend man's best friend everyone's best friend sam (laughs) (laughs) who is really a glorified golden retriever for being real true there is that one thick of sam chow international pup of mystery or something it was so great If you haven't read it, I highly re- recommend it. I think it was by uh, This Charming And, but I'm not positive, so... I kind of assume everything's by This Charming And at this point. Yeah, I mean, half of the uh, actual content is, so... Yay! Yay! Phantom News. Phantom News. Back on track. Yes. So, Lindley, would you like to announce our new... Yes, sure. Um, About a week ago, we got actually the first podcast detected Facebook, and I'm not sure why it's taken us so long to get one, because... We just didn't even think about it. But no, you should follow us if you're not. Um, If you are, hello. If this is your first time listening to an episode because of Facebook, hello. Welcome. We're Um, so happy to have you. Yeah, it's really nice. I excited to kind of blend the tumblr and facebook communities because and a little bit of twitter if we remember to tweet things but yeah so in case any of you from tumblr don't know there's a huge facebook group they're really great and now there's a podcast detected facebook as well and people are talking on it so like go join the conversation it's exciting yay also in fandom news so the virtual race it's happening it's super exciting for those who haven't had a chance to sign up the second wave of registration is happening. It's almost full. If you are interested, you need to haul ass and get there. Yeah, run like zombies are chasing you. Please, please do. Unfortunately, it is still a little on the pricey side, but that's fine. But you get stuff. You get, get stuff. At actual physical things. It's like, not just like digital stuff. Like you get like a, what, a running shirt number, a medal. You, you like get actual things, which is super exciting. Yeah. So go look at it if you haven't. Yes. The one problem I've kind of run into is you pay through iTunes, and I've been having problems with my iTunes. But I are they doing a second wave, like a second virtual race at some point? Yes, they did say that if this one goes well, which I'm assuming it currently is because they are on their second wave of registration. Normally that means that they had an over-sign up the first time. Means that this is going to be the last one for this year. But next year, I think they're, they want to do three or four more. That'll be really good. So if you're not feeling this weather right now, just wait until the upcoming new year, and we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Also, because Lindley's dealing with me, and I was just back on the ZR tag fooling around before this, we were recording this, shout out to Tamika Flynn with her ZR text post meme edits, because I am in love with them. They're super cute. 
if you haven't seen them, just like, and you need some like extra dose of feels plus Tumblr text posts in your life, just like look her up or go on the tag. She posted one today, yesterday, recently, this week. <laughs> I'm helpful. Yay. Um, anything else? Just a hello to new runner fives and the tag if you're listening. There have been a lot of you lately. Yes. So welcome, yes. friends. And also, there's been a lot of new um, content in the tag as well, which has been really great. I always say something like that, but it's true. I do. I love. Yes, yes. Ooh, <laughs> also, quickly, because we realize now that we are cross-communitying between Tumblr and Twitter and Facebook, we should probably have a quick, quick definition moment, because someone did ask us this on the Facebook page, and we just tend to just kind of talk and not define things. Yeah, well, well in case I know. we're ever too embarrassed to ask, a headcanon. What did you say it was? It's basically um, your thoughts on what the character's are doing in their lives, have had in their lives outside of the actual storyline. So if you think that Janine has a giant bull mastiff, since it's never mentioned in the actual storyline, that's your headcanon. And if it seems like it would happen, then it's a really good headcanon. Basically, I think 90% of Zombies Run is just headcanons and conjecture from, or the Zombies Run community is kind of headcanons because we get so little like glimpses into their lives but yeah so that's a headcanon yeah. <laughs> but what's great is that a lot of the zombie one like writers and people and creators are like on the tumblr tag and they see like everything we post that's like not even an understatement yep so like sometimes with a headcanon was prominent enough it actually gets woven into the canon so it's super cool so everyone jack's red everyone, hair jack's red hair so everyone post your headcanons they're super cute everyone loves to read them and i encourage them highly yes i mean i feel like as as, as we have discussed we were very close to just making this like a two-hour podcast vigil for mildred i mean as it should be as it should be. And for those who are unfamiliar with Mildred, she's a lovely character that you will meet in season two. Mm-hmm. The most important character in the entire series, arguably. Arguably. And she is indeed a chicken. The best chicken. The best chicken. So, And we did have a request, actually, from Running Alchemist for a moment of silence for Mildred. So let that proceed. Okay, that's enough of that. (laughs) Um, But we did, on a different note, we got a few different um, headcanons and responses from different people on Facebook and on Tumblr. Lovely. And Running Alchemist continued. (laughs) They requested a moment of silence for Mildred and then said, Now then, what does it say about a fandom when one of the most cherished characters is a chicken? I do not know what that says about the fandom. I think, I, I mean, I just, that episode was just so off a beat and I kind of just fell in love with Archie at that point. And I was just the entire time expecting something horrible, horrible to happen because I mean, with Zombies Run, you always have these happy beginning of the episodes and then something goes wrong and it all falls to shit. And it was in the middle of a string of terrible episodes, that I recall. Yes. It was like heavy hitting feelings, heavy hitting feelings, heavy plot episode, and then suddenly... You have Mildred. Yes. And I, the entire time I remember this because that's one of my favorite episodes. I was running and the entire time I was just, every time a clip started, I was just like, okay, 
okay, something horrible is going to happen. Something horrible is going to happen. And I mean, spoiler, something horrible did happen to Mildred. But I mean, it wasn't what I was expecting. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, um, best episode ever. Best episode ever. I have a lot of feelings about a lot of, a lot of Mildred feelings. Especially because Liz yeah. did her mm, what you say. Yes. Oh my God. That was, Liz, I don't know if you guys know this. Liz uh, does a lot of audio uh, mashups and recordings and stuff. They're really, really good. If you go on her Tumblr, you can find them all. I'll put a link in the tag. But yeah, you should probably check them out because they're amazing. And Liz did an amazing job. And she did the much say meme for Mildred. So if you've gotten to that episode, listen to it. If you haven't gotten to that episode, we might have spoiled you. <laughs> For the best episode. The best episode. But like, trust me, is it barely even a spoiler? Because, like, you don't even know. Yeah. Like, you don't even know. Like. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> the hands down my favorite mission. It's just so great. Like, yeah, you got all these crying ones and all the ones that actually are integral to the plot, but... That is hands down my favorite mission. But yes, Running Alchemist also went on to mention pretty much every single animal we could at least think of while brainstorming about yes. CR animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, accurate. Running Alchemist went on to mention Bonnie, running, Runner 7's dog, and how we wish that... We missed her a little bit. We wish she was mentioned, you know, yeah. actually. Also, Archie's puppy. We never really heard much about Archie's puppy after Archie got the puppy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they probably also, ate it. New Canton, you can't trust them. No, can't trust any of them. Yeah. Also, also, Running Alchemist does have a question for the general public, yeah. which is about New Canton. Oh, no. Why were there goats in one of the council chambers? Well, there's your answer. New Canton. New Canton. I New Canton believe it. Ceaselessly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, it wouldn't surprise me that New Canton did have, like, everyone vote, including all animals on premises about yeah. whatever they were trying to do, because New Canton's a little piece of shit. Or maybe they just had, like, these asshole teenagers who were required to vote, but didn't actually care, and they voted some goats, like a herd of goats, or whatever you call a large number of goats, into the council train, the New Canton council, and so they were legitimate members of the council. That's literally real. I'm now Googling what a her herd of goats is, because we're going to make this educational. I hope it's like a murder of goats. A murder of goats? Or like a cult. Okay, well, here's a fun fact. A person who herds goats is called a... A goat, a go goater, goater. A goater. I think so. Like I a shepherd, but a goatered. I love that. I think it's supposed to be like goat herd, but it was like pronounced very lame. Lame. Running Alchemist would love to end their message on a quick reminder about. So spoiler. Only spoiler oh. alert for season three upcoming. Spoilers detected for season three. If you are really particular about like what animals and what zombie plague discoveries we see is not a huge plot spoiler but we do find a zombie lynx in season three a lynx like the big cat for anyone who doesn't know this is just so random like, i didn't why? know lynxes were native to, to i didn't England. think that either that really like effed me up maybe it was already there for like a science experiment or something maybe like from one of like the zoos like from that fucking zoo mission oh yeah the zoo the zoo With the lions the hungry hungry lions yeah running alchemist also does say that jody did mention a zombie links myth in the halloween side mission is that true i don't remember that mm, i think so i know they also mentioned it in <laughs> one of my favorite radio mode clips from season three was that season three or season two season three 
season through season through i don't remember well there's this entire episode of spoilers from season two and beyond so yeah. sorry radio mode had one of the um when they were doing what were they called the news segments at that you got after oh, you yeah. finished each mission news so, right yeah yes news right they had the thing about um, Sam wanting to start a zoo and asking about different kinds of animal food and how to take care of a lynx and all that and that was a great great clip. Sam would start Actually, a zoo. Sam would start a zoo. A z- zombie zoo. But yeah, no, I just ran those missions actually with the with the with the lynx and it's still kind of like screwing me up. Like I'm just how why the lynx? What is the lynx? <laughs> what is the link to the lynx? Lynx. What is Trash. the link? <laughs> I try so hard. You try, I try so, so hard, hard but and it's I got fine. so far, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, do you want to read the next headcanon about Bonnie? Sure. Um, we also Bonnie. got a message from Sweet Little Souffle Girl, which I know how to pronounce every single word in your name, but for some reason, my tongue just gets jumbled when I read it. <laughs> but anyway. They said, um, I don't know if this particular animal has been mentioned, but Runner 7's dog, Bonnie. She made a few appearances in, during the first season, in episodes during the first two seasons, and it always makes me smile because I've imagined Seven as this Idris Elba type with his guns and stuff, but he's a big softie for Bonnie. He refused to leave her because he raised her from a puppy, and his most prized possessions is this dog. I've always had a soft soft spot for the man's best friend trope. I, I think that's a pretty accurate statement, actually. I, I've i always kind of imagined Seven as kind of Idris Elba. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree of, with every yeah. word in that. I think that's a very accurate headcanon. No, I love that. Especially because, yeah, no. Runner Seven is definitely Idris Elba, personally. Yeah, no, I love Bonnie. I really wish that ZR had more consistency with animals, just on this topic of, mm. like, we've seen her for two episodes. Because, like, Archie's puppy, that's, like, really important to me. yeah. I mean, it's doing? probably in New Canton. I I want to believe that the puppy is in New Canton and children have raised it and play with it all the time and it's just gotten really fat and lazy. That's a great, great headcanon. <laughs> so because happy. if anyone donates a puppy to the children's bunk, it's Archie. It's and Archie. they it's play Archie. at ABBA every day. <laughs> headcanon fully accepted. Awesome. Um, also, sweet little soup. Souffle, girl, wow. See, it's a tongue twister, right? Has a second head, which is my favorite of all time. Oh, sorry. um, They say that, I've always imagined that Van Ark has a large, fluffy white Persian kitty that he likes to stroke and groom whenever he's plotting evil things. (laughs) But Five and other characters have not seen it because he doesn't want his cat meddling with his experiments or getting hurt. That cat is the only thing he truly cares about. And that this cat has a name of either a famous scientist or a Bond villain from the Sean Connery era. I mean, according to this headcanon, Van Ark truly is a Bond, Bond villain from the Sean Connery Actually. era. So yeah, I I like that. I love this. In my, for some reason when you said that, I'm like, okay, Cat's probably either named like Darwin or Mendel or like Pussy Galore or something. <laughs> Pussy Galore. Or something. No, it probably has like a stereotypical name. It's like, he tries to be this menacing guy and then says, yes, this is my cat, Sparkles McFluffyson. <laughs> My favorite is when animals have really, like, salt-of-the-earth human names. So John. Like, him being like, oh, yes. This is Greg. Wimbledon. <laughs> Jonathan. Frederick. <laughs> Richard, please go yes. off the table. We're spilling the tea. Alfred. This is my cat, Alfred. 
<laughs> I love all of these. I love all of these. I did always envision him with a cat, but I never really mentioned it until, or thought of it, like, consciously, until this was brought up. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense. And he just, yeah, and he just keeps it away from other people because, like Bonnie to Runner 7, Alfred or Sparkles McTwinkletoes or whatever is Van Ark's prized possession. Hashtag Van's best friend trope. Yeah, definitely. For real. <gasps> what if what if Sparkles McTwinkletoes has kittens with Zoe's kitten? Oh my god! Who grows? Who's grown up at the time? Like, yeah, yes, obviously. Yes, yes. No, we support we support fully consensual adult animal relationships. <laughs> but no, they'd be so cute, and all the runners would get one. And like, oh no, oh. I <gasps> but spoilers detected. But what happens after the end of season two to Sparkles McTwinkletoes? That's what I'm just gonna call it. Sparkles and Gas. Yes. <laughs> Sparkles McTwinkletoes. Um, I would say at this point when we're going through Van Ark's facilities that he's like abandoned, we definitely like find Sparkles McTwinkletoes and like Zoe keeps him. him. Zoe keeps him. And that's him. how they have the kittens. And Sparkles McTwinkletoes at first really doesn't like Zoe's kitten, but they get along eventually and fall in love and there's a cat wedding in new canton yes and they have such like a meet cute like they're both at like the canteen waiting in line for cat food or something yes like this is happening okay yes and they have their own house and it's called new catton oh yes (laughs) okay this is a new head candidate is accepted (laughs) done thank you sweet little souffle girl for your your head cannon that we have just built on and probably ruined. You know, we haven't done, like, a choose-your-adventure story in a while. I think the next one should be about this goddamn cat. About Sparkles McTwinkletoes? Yes, and how much like, he... It has to be, like, a really manly cat, too. It has to be a boy. like, we should just do, like, hit the series of adventures of him at New Canton. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm gonna write it. Awesome. <laughs> freaking do it. Okay, get excited, guys. Sparkles McTwinkletoes is getting his own side story. Awesome. We also got one additional uh tumblr message from running alchemist and spoilers detected this is from season three mission 34 specifically thank you for the specifics because we're never that specific um and they said i just did season three mission 34 and a giant squid really what won't they think of next yep (laughs) see now i'm just excited because i just did or today i'm gonna run after i'm done recording this i'm gonna run 326. Yeah, so, so you get like, to meet the I need, Kraken. I need to keep I need to keep running, because what the fuck? Yep, the Kraken. What's crack-a-lackin'? Stop that. <laughs> Stop that. Uh, and we did get some responses on Facebook as well. We're t- we have one more Tumblr person. Oh. Who, um, oh, who is it? We weren't sure if this was a headcanon or a statement of a fact. Yes. But I figure we can just roll with it. It is Wolf Louver 69. That's great. And has added that Sam had a cat. A great, a great forward sentence. That yes. I'm highly in support of. Yes. And I can just picture nice and direct in the comp shack. Marmite probably all over its paws. Oh, yeah. Probably name something really, really sappy. Or no, probably after like a video game character or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or, okay, more, more, I think is this cat as more likely named after his um, Demons and Darkness character. Yeah. Yeah. Or his Demons and Darkness character has a cat that's named after this person. Or like a pet. Yes. Named after this person, yes. named after this cat. What? Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> I dissect that sentence. All right. Okay, yeah. And we got Facebook responses. 
his cat. Ooh, if he got his cat post-apocalypse, it's definitely named Runner 5. Or Hunter 5 or Perer 5. <laughs> or Alice. Oh, okay. Alice. <laughs> Is. Yes, so we got um, a bunch of responses on Facebook, but that was also about what is a headcanon. And then we did get a response, and since there are people's real names on Facebook, I'm not going to say the real names. If you really want to look, you can look, but just for, I don't know if these people want their real names. Initials JL. Yes, yes. JL says, the chicken, definitely the chicken. I did wonder what became of the puppy, though. See, everyone wants to know about Archie's puppy. Archie's connection to pets was just so magical. Yes, Archie's connection to everything is so magical. So basically, what, what we really should be coming out of this experience is that Mildred is the most character. Is the most, the most character? The, the most, most important character. character important. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. And really, I think Mildred can really be an overarching metaphor for the message ZR is trying to send to us. That sometimes, like, the shortest... And most cherished lives that really impact the most people may end heroically. <laughs> oh but my that God. doesn't make them any less of a hero. I was thinking everything may be happy, but soon it will fall to shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's deeply the message of the CR at this point. Unfortunately. Oh God, Houston, we have so many problems. But I really wish we spoke more on animals, actually. Because, like, aren't we in the farm land kind of of england yeah like, oh you know on janine's farm yeah and she doesn't maybe she maybe it's not an actual work operating farm she just wanted to live a secluded lifestyle yeah i mean like, yeah there are other there's like a goat pen and a couple other things that you can unlock in the yeah. base builder um i always put the kittens and the puppies right by the tequila shack because when you're drunk and crying you want to go pet some puppies and kittens such good forethought. Yeah, I try. I try to make the citizens of Abel the most happy. That would also be good if you could raise the happiness at Abel by where you put different things. That would be so cute. I love that. Like, I'm sorry. Tequila Shack next to, like, not the laboratory. The swing like, set. One of, like, the playground. The swing set. Wait, next to one of the, like, places of governance that we have. Yes. There's several at this point. Just like, like, come on, who wants, doesn't want to go to a meeting smashed out of your head? <laughs> well, in this situation, you kind of have to. I think that was, they had the goats, the puppies, the kittens. Was there a chicken thing? I don't think there was a chicken thing. Excuse me, no one can replace the one and only chicken. True, very true. There's a goat pen. Sorry, I'm going through it right now. Kennel, kitten pen. There's an orchard, so you know there's some fucking pigeons. <laughs> I was going to say bees. Bees? Question mark? Bees? So apparently the only options you have at Able are kittens, puppies, or goats. And goats no are terrifying, so kittens or puppies. <gasps> Wait, Lindley. What? Goats. It's a goat. No. You and me and goats and Austria. Oh my god, yes! The oh mountain goats. We have like a quick story time. Yes. <laughs> I was studying abroad last year. And I had the lovely opportunity. We did a whole like meet and greet podcast of like me and Lindley and Liz all being in the same place. It was super cute. More importantly, though, we went to a fucking zoo. And more importantly, the mountain goats did not have a cage. They just wandered. <laughs> it was a little intimidating. There was this one goat who had biggest underbite. Like his teeth were just it was like, so oh. great. He was, he was amazing. And 
all he would do is he would go around and rest his head gently on like literally the hindquarters of all the other mountain goats and sometimes lick them. And, <laughs> you know, this was, wasn't like a thing the other mountain goats were like okay with them. Like this was like a socially acceptable goat activity. They were like horrified whenever this guy like gently laid his head upon their rumps and they were like, oh, no. <laughs> I think we watched him for like an hour. It was so great. It was so funny. And then we proceeded to Snapchat each other making the same faces that the mountain goat made for a long time and be prepared to get another Snapchat like that tonight. (laughs) So that's our story with mountain goats. So how about, no, how about let's stick with the puppies and kids. As we were talking, you told me your favorite headcanon ever for Jack and Eugene. Can you please share it? After I'm done Snapchatting you. Oh my God, you piece of trash. My phone is across the room. Oh my God. Snapchatted you. Okay. Yeah. Out of all the people at Able or New Canton, depending on which season you're in, uh, I think Jack and Eugene definitely have a pet, and I think it's not something normal like a puppy or a kitten. I think it's a weird pet, like a ferret or a chinchilla or something. And they probably picked it up on the way to Able in this random pet store that they hid in one night, and it was laying there just like, hey guys, what's up? I've been feeding on... I broke into all the ferret food and it was just hanging out and so they took it with them and it's been their best friend ever since and they just haven't mentioned it because they don't want people to steal it. No, but like that's literally it. That's like literally it. It's fine. Like... Yes. But if anyone has a weird pet, it's definitely Jack and Eugene. And it's all Jack's fault, actually. We were talking about how Simon probably would have to go with, but like... Real talk, at some point, he definitely was in a pet store or an amphibian store or something, and he definitely got a boa constrictor, and he definitely was, like, doing a Britney Spears dance for at least five minutes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Barely a head cannon and so cannon, and I just wanted everyone <laughs> to make sure that you knew that. Is there any other animals we need to brush up on while we're here? I don't think so. Nice. I kind of wish you had the option of having a pet, like, as a runner. Yeah, like your little Pokemon. Speaking of which, Pokemon. <laughs> Speaking of which, Pokemon Go zombies run at the same time. <laughs> your phone might crash, but you will love it. Yes. Your phone might literally catch flame because it's working so hard. But, you know, whatever. But, like, it'll be worth it. It'll be fucking worth it. Can we just, like, picture how cool it would be to, like, we'll age you that at the same time. But also to, like, have a dog in Zombies Run and you could, like, wow. Because that would make more sense, you know? Like, when you're on a mission, you get captured or you're talking to someone and suddenly you're like, we've collected a sports bra. I'm like, fucking when? I'm, like, tied to a pole right now. Yeah. Like, if you had a dog just, like, wandering around picking up shit or, like, it would help (laughs) you sometimes and, like, certain things. If you were having, like, more zombie chases than usual, you could have a dog help, like, fend off shit. Or just, like, a pack mule, maybe. A pack mule? (laughs) Oh, my God. Because, yeah, by the end of it, you're like, you're carrying a hockey stick, a lamp, a first aid kit, half a dead person. An axe that you use to chop the dead person in half. You know, whatever. Casual. Casual. Okay. That's that's some personal feelings. (laughs) I think I'm good. I think I'm good. So, I think that's all we have on animals. But before we go, Liz has reviewed a book. It is Revision by Andrea Phillips. Hey everyone, Liz here, and this is a book review. Not completely Zombies Run related, but eh, close enough. I'm talking about the book Revision by Andrea Phillips, who is the writer of Six to Start game The Walk, and also one of the hosts of the podcast The Cultures, together with Naomi Alderman and Adrian Hahn. So, you know, it's close enough. So, what's the book about? 
revision is about a young woman named Mira who comes from a rich family, but she tries to make it on her own and she's a barista in New York. She's in a relationship with a guy named Benji who has a startup company. He owns a social network called Verity, which is a mixture of Facebook and Wikipedia. In the beginning of the novel, Benji breaks up with Mira and she reacts first by trying to drown her heartbreak in alcohol, ice cream and movies, and then she takes revenge on Benji by editing his Verity profile. It now says that he's happily engaged to her. She just wants to annoy him a little, and so she's very surprised when a little later he suddenly shows up at her door to propose to her, just a few hours after breaking up with her. And first Mira thinks it's all just a coincidence, but then she starts to discover the big secrets behind this mysterious social network that seems to be able to change and influence reality. Now first question, did I like this novel? And the answer is uh, yes, I did enjoy it. I liked reading it. I liked most of the characters. I loved the idea of a social network that influences reality. And also, I'm always a big fan of sci-fi novels with female leads. So, there you have it. I really like this book. Second question. Is there something I didn't like about the book or something that could have been better? Uh, I mean, there's always things that could be better, but it's just not much. Like, there are small things here and there that I wasn't too excited about, like... The relationship between Mira and her best friend, I was a little eh, but you know, mostly nitpicky stuff. If I had to pick one thing though, I'd say the pacing of the novel is a little off, especially in the first third of the book. The novel starts out great, like we go in media's race, Benji breaking up with Mira, Mira being sad, Mira changing the verity entry, Benji proposing, lots of confusion, and then, for some reason, the novel loses its tempo for the next few chapters. You know, just there's just a lot of exposition, confusion, character introductions, backstories, but not much of the sci-fi plot happens. And so I wasn't really hooked. But once I got past these lower chapters, like once Mira starts investigating and we learn more about Verity, I was very interested. I read the rest of the book in one go and I really just wanted to know what happens next. So if I had to criticize one thing, it would be the pacing of the first part of the novel. Like, could have been a bit tighter. Story could have proceeded a little faster, but, you know, nitpicky. Third question, is there something I particularly like? A lot of things, actually. First chapter is great, it's hilarious, it's a lot of fun to read, and it's just very relatable if you've ever gone through a breakup yourself. The relationship between Mira and Chandra, a woman who becomes an important character later on, is really interesting. And there is a particularly heartbreaking scene with two side characters, the owners of the coffee shop Mira works in. Something bad happens to them, something Mira is indirectly responsible for, and it's it's just a really well-written scene, and you can really feel how sad these two guys are, and, you know, I think it's one of the best scenes in the book. The last and most important question. Would I recommend this book? Uh, yes. Yes, I would. Personally, I liked it. It was a good read. 
And also, it wasn't too expensive. You can get the Kindle version for about six euros on Amazon. So, you know, go on Amazon, check out the other reviews that might help you figure out if you are going to like the book or not. And, you know, if you are into sci-fi with female leads, then you might like it. So, check it out. This is my review of Revision by Andrea Phillips. And now, back to the podcast. Huh. Thanks, Liz. That sounds really cool. I'm keeping this in. Good. Yup, that was a good transition, right? <laughs> anyway, so that's all we have for this week, two weeks. But next episode, episode 34, we will be talking about Runner 10 and the McShells, the McShell family. So if you have headcanons or comments about the McShell family feels... I think we all have feels about the McShell family. Let us know via the usual ways. Yes, please do. And yeah, it's been swell. Yes, stay safe out there, guys. Podcast Detected is a non-profit project brought to you by way too many people in a com shack. Zombies Run belongs to Six to Start. Music is Rich Groove by Jason Kessler. Questions? Want to submit a story or need more information? You'll find us on Tumblr or Twitter at Podcast Detected or email us at way too many people in a comshack at gmail.com. No runners were harmed during the making of this episode. <laughs> <laughs>